I don't know about you, but I absolutely love it when the Vatican and our bumbling rulers are on the same page, especially when it comes to the need to impose radical change on the world. I'm as tired of saying never let a good crisis go to waste as you are of hearing it, and maybe I should change the name of this channel to that, but in reality, that's the theme of 2020 so far, and nearly everyone associated with the political establishment is taking advantage of this crisis to try to impose radical change on the world. And the latest is out of the Vatican, courtesy of an Argentinian newspaper and that Jesuit rag that ironically is named America Magazine. So let's have a look at the story of Vatican prelates embracing the opportunity for radical change. Pope Francis appointed a new deputy secretary for his weird dicastery of human and integral development. Yes, that exists. And he had some truly fun words about the current crisis. His name is Augusto Zampini. He's an Argentinian priest, and he was appointed earlier this week as Deputy Secretary for the Dicastery for Human and Integral Development. He's in charge of what one Argentinian outlet is calling an unprecedented task force that was created two weeks ago to respond urgently to the present global crisis. This priest, Father Zampini, has quite a lot to say about the current crisis and the church needing to help push for radical change. Quoting the Argentinian news outlet, quote, This is the first real crisis of the 21st century. The one in 2008 was merely financial. It is not known how long it will last, and even if the thing can be controlled, it will endure. It is urgent to prepare for the future, which is tremendous. Earlier this week, he said that he will advise the Pope on the thing, suggesting we are in a new world and have to respond quickly and integrally. End quote. We are in a new world and have to respond integrally. It is urgent to prepare for the future, which is tremendous. Now, I want you to think about that. Those are the refrains we keep hearing from our rulers, especially from those most closely aligned with the chip and inoculation merchant who insists that literally everyone on the planet must use his questionable products whether they like it or not. Now, we have senior churchmen repeating this sad refrain, but he has more to say. Quote, The Pope called me on Wednesday and told me that he wanted me to be at the forefront of the task force to speed up decision making. This is very important. We are facing a new world, and we must respond in a swift and comprehensive way, he told me. We are all very concerned, and for me it is a huge challenge, end quote. I don't know about you, but I totally find this reassuring, especially since most of the measures being pushed, at least in the U.S. and in Western Europe, are mostly by the party of Moloch, by the, by the way, resemble the kinds of measures you'd expect in a weird hybrid of a police state and a democracy. I'm going to offer the words of reassurance for all of you now, though. Father Zampini is truly an expert. You see, he's a veteran of the thing that everybody loved, the Pan-Amazon Synod, and as such, he's an expert in promoting radical change. According to America Magazine, which is, again, Pastor Jimmy Martin of the Jesuit Church's outlet, Father Zampini said, quote, The future starts today, and we should be conscious that the decisions that are being taken by governments and world leaders in these months will shape the future of our world. Father Zampini believes that the present global crisis offers an unprecedented opportunity for change, for a better, healthier, and less unjust world. He hopes that in his new post he can help the Holy See push for this. End quote. Okay, so I don't know what his push for what he, these guys think so, social justice has to do with the current crisis, but we all know that it has little to do with anything of substance. These guys just can't let a good crisis pass them by. Here's the thing. The Vatican has been very quiet about what all this talk of radical reform truly means. I have to ask, though, does this radical change include further changes to the faith? Have you noticed that while some bishops are reopening public masses in their dioceses, five at the time of this production, 
Most of the U.S. and the Western world is still shut for the business of the church, which one commentator has rightfully called a total rejection of the reign of Christ the King. For it is the law of the church that no secular authority has the right or even power to dictate the stopping of public mass to the church. But that's what's happened. And while other groups of Christians have started to do whatever it is they do on Sunday again, most Catholics are still being told by their shepherds that even a modified public mass isn't available to them. It won't be until Pentecost. And when it comes back, will it be changed? That's one rumor swirling. In addition to the rumors about Francis hating some more in Pontificum and how he's itching for the slightest excuse to revoke it, hence why he sent out that poll of to the bishops on this recently. By the way, it's perfect timing for all the intra-trident, intra-conservative Catholic fighting right now, just so you know. But we have a glimpse into what Francis and Zampini went, want from this radical change in the secular world. Here's a lengthy quote from America Magazine, but it's revealing. Quote, and since no government or institution has truly clear ideas about what to do, he said, this is a unique opportunity for the Holy See and the Church to throw light on the situation and to oppose ideas also regarding rescue packages that are being prepared to try to ensure that they don't repeat the mistakes that were made in 2008. The focus was on the saving of the big financial institutions. This time they must also work to rescue the people. He noted that while 2008 global crisis was mainly economic, this crisis is economic and ecological, and it concerns health and food safety. The need to guarantee that people have clean water, international security, cybersecurity, healthcare, employment, and much more. He explained, for example, that if the establishment of an adequate global healthcare system is to be addressed, the crisis has shown that it will be necessary for resources to be transferred from other areas such as the investment in war and armaments. And it is necessary to end conflicts, as the Pope and the United Nations Secretary General have implored. Likewise, it is necessary to reduce or forgive the debt of developing countries to enable them to deal with the crisis and rebuild their economies. Father Zampini emphasized that the question of work is central to the restructuring of the global economy. He noted that the socioeconomic indicators predict that many more millions of people could be out of work after the crisis. He said that while those in the formal employment sector may have employment insurance to protect them, those in the informal sector do not, end quote. Okay, so I'm all on board with making sure that the bailout of 2008s are not repeated and normal people left in the dust like they were largely the last time we had a major international crisis. And I'm all for ending the, the unnecessary and unjust wars that are being waged around the world. But did you notice something? Aside from the restructuring the global economy stuff, he said, which, given the ideas pushed by Rome these days, I find more than a little concerning, and I say that as someone who hates our global economic system, did you notice that he said this crisis is ecological in nature? This all echoes what Francis has been saying. They're being chastised by nature for our sins against the environment. The Argentinian article makes numerous references to Laudato Si, which enumerates the sins against nature. It was in Laudato Si, or the greatest encyclical ever released according to a lot of people in the secular world, that Francis quoted Patriarch Bartholomew of the Russian sect. Here's what he said there, and it's enlightening. Quote, Patriarch Bartholomew has spoken in particular of the need for each of us to repent of the ways we have harmed the planet, for inasmuch as we all generate small ecological damage, we are called to acknowledge our contribution, smaller or greater, to the disfigurement and destruction of creation. He has repeatedly stated this firmly and persuasively, challenging us to acknowledge our sins against creation, for human beings to destroy the biological diversity of God's creation, for human beings to degrade the integrity of the earth, by causing changes in its climate, by stripping the earth of its natural forest or destroying its wetlands, for human beings to contaminate the earth's waters, its lands, its airs, and life, these are sins. 
For to commit a crime against the natural world is a sin against ourselves and a sin against God. End quote. For anyone who cares, that comes from paragraph 8 of that encyclical letter. At the time when it was released, I assumed he was talking about stewardship, and it certainly can be read that way. But in the last couple of years, I've, read, I've been reading that paragraph in a very different way. It's one that's always struck me, and because of what I'm working on on the side, I kind of have to go back to that document a lot. Nature is chastising us, he keeps telling us. Remember that. For those who don't remember, Francis said this, quote, We did not respond to the partial catastrophes. Who now speaks of the fires in Australia? Or remembers that 18 months ago a boat could cross the North Pole because the glaciers had all melted? Who speaks now of the floods? The Pope said. I don't know if these are the revenge of nature, but they are certainly nature's responses, he added. End quote. He said those things in relation to the current crisis, lumping the beer bug in with the fires and floods, and said it was because of our treatment of nature, not because our civilization has embraced Moloch and the sins that crowd to heaven for vengeance that Pastor Jimmy Martin promotes, but because we've been worse than rotten stewards of creation. It's enough to make your head spin. So again, in closing, never let a good crisis go to waste, right? Buckle up, everyone, because we're in for a bumpy ride, and the establishment is doing everything they can to take advantage of the situation, to push their weird plans on everyone. Thanks for listening. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.